From the Selfish Path to Romance, download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. Let me read some. Oh, no, 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 no. I never, I never let anybody read my stories. Why not? Well, what if they didn't like them? What if they told me I was no good? I don't know if I could take that kind of a rejection. And that's from Back to the Future. That's George McFly. And can you deal well with rejection? Think about your own experiences of how you've coped with rejection. Do you tend to just implode, cry, bawl your eyes out, feel lousy for the next month, or do you recuperate fast? It really matters what you say to yourself. Henry Ford said, failure is the opportunity to begin again more intelligently. So my guess is he didn't bawl his eyes out and cry on the bed every time he had a failure. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. My show's The Rational Basis of Happiness. Great to be with you today. And my number's toll-free, 1-877-DR. K-E-N-N-E-R. And right now I'm going to turn to the phones and welcome Chris to the show. Chris? Hey, how are you? Very good, thank you. Appreciate you taking my call. Oh, well, thank you. And what's your question? Uh, oh, I'm in a real I'm a, a real bind now. I don't know what to do. Here's the story. Uh, me and this girl, we've been together for actually one month short of two years. What, excuse me, one month and two years? One month short of two years. Oh, one month short of two years. Yeah, and uh, we've been having sex ever since, you know, we got together. Well, she's been going to church more and more and stuff like that. Oh, all of a sudden, this week, she tells me she wants to wait until we get married to have sex, which is in um, in the summer. And I really don't know what to do. I, I've tried to get her to turn it around and stuff like that, you know. But it it seems like she's kind of serious. So I, I just really, I don't know what to do. I've never been faced with anything like this. <laughs> okay. Okay. The first thing that I would do is to, well, there are two things that come to my mind. The first one is draw her out. Let her talk. Instead of trying to argue your position, Figure out where she's coming from first. You'll need this if you eventually get married to her or someone else. It's called active listening. Before we put in our two cents, we listen first. So if I were to say, you know, I know you've heard some things at church. Help me understand you better, honey. Where are you coming from? Tell me what your thoughts are on sex. What, What might she say? She's saying that she feels guilty every time, every time we do it, and... Okay. And that's just kind of it. Okay, then if I if she says she feels guilty, I'd say because that's only the beginning. Help me understand why you would feel guilty. Are you feeling like you're doing something wrong, honey? Yeah, I think she she feels like all of a sudden that she's a bad Christian or something because you know, having premarital sex and stuff. Okay, so here, here's the, the bigger question is, why did she turn to the church? What in her life made her suddenly develop an interest in the church? Okay, I don't know that. Okay, very important question because the church provides, in quotes, a moral code. But if you can, you see the danger of religions when we look at the Muslim faith, what's happened there with the radicals? 
Christianity has had the Inquisition. There are, they can give you ideas that are what are, what are called a package deal. A religion can give you very grounded, very good ideas that anybody would say, you got to be crazy not to like this. You know, be honest. Be good to your friends. Treat others as you'd want them to treat you. All of that sounds good. But then they throw in ideas, and they want you to swallow the whole thing whole. They, they throw in ideas like no sex before marriage. Or they throw in ideas that abortions are bad. Or they throw in ideas that, um, y- you name it, that you're supposed to sacrifice. You're only supposed to have kids for procreation, not for joy. Or you should give up your money. You know, if you're successful, there's something wrong with you. Now, those are contradictions. They don't make any sense. Because you're th- that's why my show is the rational basis of happiness. So a moral code is very critical to your happiness. If you follow the wrong moral code to a T, you may be like a nun in a monastery, bowing to the floor all the time or something. Not, not in a monastery, a monk in a monastery. Or a nun in a cloister or something. You're not living a life. You don't have any values. You've given everything up for some deity. Right. So, uh, what, what do you think I should do from here? You want to know your own moral code first. I, I, do you know why? Help me understand you better. Why, why would sex be okay before marriage in your situation where you've been dating for two years? Well, first of all, I'm not, I'm not very religious, uh, so I don't think there's anything wrong with it. <clears throat> and to have it taken away from me in the middle of a relationship, it's just right. I don't, I don't want to deal with. She's it. using the church as an authority to guide her actions, and if so. If you marry her, then she will use that church as a guide for her actions. Well, what's the alternative? The alternative is not just another religion. The alternative, the genuine alternative, is learning how to think for yourself, to look at the facts. I think that romantic sex between two loving, consenting partners is an exquisite experience. And I don't think you should rob yourself of that. But you can't force her mind. You can't force your body on hers if she's not interested. You have to respect that. You can bring it up for discussion with her. But you can't force her mind. And I think the bigger picture is, is she an active thinker? Does she think these things through? And you want to ask yourself that, too. You want to ask yourself, have I thought this situation through clearly? Now, if you're running around having sex with everybody and you're putting yourself at risk for diseases and you don't even know what romantic love is, it's just the physical animalistic thing, that's not healthy. That's not good, but that's not what you guys are doing. No, I'm not. I would never run around on her or nothing like that. Uh, and, I mean, even if she... I think, And I think part of it she wants... I don't know. I don't know if she's just looking for, for me to say that I'm willing to wait for her. Or not, but I'm, I'm, I don't know, I just don't know what to do because I don't want to break up with her. Tell her you love her. Tell her what you love about her specifically. You can approach this positively. If you're asking me what do you do at this point, and tell her that you love hugging her, you love being with her. Make sure that she enjoys the sex too because if she didn't, maybe she's looking for an out. 
um, then ask her what, um, just ask her what, uh, what her, is she mixed at all? I might say, honey, are you mixed at all? Do you sometimes want to make love? And do you, do you think the guilt might be unearned? That's a very important concept. An unearned guilt is when you did nothing wrong. But by some moral code, they call it bad. For example, I don't wear a burqa. You know what a burqa is? No. Yeah. That's that black garb that just covers a woman from head to toe in the Muslim religion. Oh, right. If someone said to me, Ellen, you should feel guilty for wearing sexy clothes, what would be my response as an American? I would laugh. Yeah. It's not my moral code. I don't buy it. But if she buys into that moral code that she's bad if she has sex out of wedlock, then she's going to feel guilty. If she doesn't buy into that moral code, then it's unearned guilt. It is unearned guilt anyway, but she doesn't know that. And she can enjoy a relationship with you. She can discuss what she enjoys sexually. She can be much more expressive rather than what the church does many times. Is it crimps a person's sexual style or destroys it or just tosses in tons of guilt? Um, so I would have that talk with her. The more you can draw her out, the more you know where each other's coming from. If right. you don't try to argue with her, instead try to understand her, both of you will build respect, will build honesty, will build trust in the relationship. I've written a wonderful book with another doctor. It's how to preserve and strengthen your romantic relationship, and it answers a lot of these questions. So listen, I thank you so much for calling, and call back and let me know how things go. Appreciate it. Where's your show broadcast at? Um, it's at, go to my website, drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com. Yeah, there's a list of all of, it's syndicated throughout the country, so you can see the list there. Okay. Okay, thank you so much for your call. Appreciate it. Thank you. And coming up, what do you do if you are married and you find that your husband is spending tons of money but he has nothing to show for it, nothing whatsoever. What do you do? He's burning thousands of dollars every single month. What is his hidden life? What comes to your mind? And what should this woman do about it? I'll help her coming up. And I'll take your phone calls too. My number is toll free. 1-877-DRKENNER. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness. I be laughing a bit too loud. Oh, I never heard no Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and Dr. Edwin Locke. If you're in love, you will take great interest in your partner's personal well-being. Showing mutual concern deepens your feelings of being valued by one another, and it's important to preserve each other's dignity while doing so. Showing concern for your partner's physical health in a way that's not belittling or paternalistic is important. This takes tact and in some cases, subtlety. You and your partner should get regular checkups, including age and sex-appropriate tests. If a partner is resistant, a gentle reminder may do the trick. In other cases, a more direct approach may be needed. Honey, it would mean a lot to me if you got your annual checkup. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com. And you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com. 